SAFM. So today on Lifeonomics, we're going to be talking about franchises and uh, franchising continues to see solid growth here in South Africa. And on average, franchises turn over more than 700 billion per year, equivalent to 15.7% of the total GDP. I mean, when I read those figures, that, yeah, that was quite a revelation for me. Now, according to the Franchise Association of South Africa, that's their stats, um, and franchise systems also employ an estimated 370,000 people in South Africa and most franchises in South Africa take the form of a physical store and last year about 3,181 franchise stores opened up across the country and uh, to speak to us about this is a finance consultant enterprise developer Debohoma Fordi and if you want to get into that type of business into franchising and you also have an experience you're owning a franchise and you have that experience as well please do share it with us and the number to dial is 0891 you can also sms us on 41391 Debohoma Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome thank to Life Happens. No, thank you for having me, Nomsa. And, and let me take this opportunity to say hi to all the SAFM listeners. What is a franchise? <laughs> <laughs> I always start with a simple question. <laughs> okay. Um, for me, I think people love to complicate it. Um, um, for me, I believe a franchise is an expansion of a business model. Because uh, what people do not know is that anybody could start a franchise, mm-hmm. especially people that are in business. It's uh, taking your business... Um, documenting and mastering the system so well that you're able to sell the trade um, you know, to somebody else. You're not selling the business, but you're selling the right to trade. trade. So mm-hmm. right now, simple thing, distribution is a big problem in this country. So that's why for a small business, you could imagine if ever you had to get into franchise or franchise, uh, your, franchising your business, um, for starters, um, that could actually give you that distribution um, you know, footprint for you to be able to trade in other provinces mm-hmm. or for you to even trade in other countries for that matter. So right now, it's interesting that it's big business that is actually franchising that business, mm-hmm. where else it actually needs to be small business that's taking advantage of franchising mm-hmm. their businesses. And how do you know that your company is ready to be franchised? Okay, right now, it's, it's one, having been able to build a successful business model, because it's only the business model. Um, that's why I always say people, if a, um, people focus on wanting to grow the business. Uh, mm-hmm. The business, uh, what you grow, it's actually your business model um, and building that brand. So it's actually once you've able to build that business and once you've able to... It's either maybe able to expand it, maybe it's either to two, three, or even five, or even ten, um, you know, um, stores or locations or whatever, to actually prove that you know what um, this is a surviving business. Because mm-hmm. part of it, um, you know, person that buys the business, I always say it's their homework as well to do. Um, the homework on the beauty of, of that, um, you know, business mm-hmm. to say the sustainability of the business, the support that business will give you and everything else. Because right now we've got big franchises mm-hmm. um, that have failed dismally and have costed people money, uh, have gotten people bankrupt, you know, and people have gotten themselves, um, you know, liquidated and things like that. It doesn't mean just because it's a big name, it's a big brand. Um, it, it doesn't have an opportunity of going through that chance. It mm-hmm. definitely does. Mm-hmm. And what are some of the first franchises in South Africa? Okay, that you can think of. Okay, I know um, some of the first um, franchises um, in South Africa. I mean, simple thing, um, you know, the what um, cold drink company. You Coca-Cola? Know? Yes, uh-huh. I mean, it's uh, people don't know. We do not manufacture, you know, 
Twitter in South Africa, there's got bottling companies, mm-hmm. you know, that um, are, are bottling um, particularly that. So, and mainly it's it's, it's food um, franchises that that are most popular. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because as well, people do not know that any business could actually be a franchise. Um, you know, we've we've got tire franchises, uh, we've got clothing franchises. You know, there's there's different businesses. Almost every business model that you can actually turn into mm-hmm. a franchise mm-hmm. if it's definitely smartly done. And talking about those sectors, which one? are the most profitable? Uh, food, definitely. Because everybody uh, eats. Yeah, the <laughs> food is definitely profitable because everybody eats. Clothes is profitable. Everyone gets stressed. Uh, petroleum, um, it's definitely profitable because everyone, um, I mean, for us to get here, we had to put gas on our on our cars, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's. I think for me, those are the top three for me that that I am are definitely doing well in terms of um, expansion and growing into this country. So as um, I've got money, let's say I've got money. Um, How much? That's another thing. And I, I, I've got money. Uh, I need to, um, I want to buy a, a franchise. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you know, looking at the intro and the stats, mm-hmm. it's, it's quite mm-hmm. profitable here okay. in South Africa. Mm-hmm. How much money do I need as capital? Um, okay. Um, you, it, it depends on the kind of franchise you want to buy, you know, because there's franchises that are under 100,000. Oh. You know, there's franchises that are under a million and there's franchises that are more than that. So it all really depends um, on, on, on that. And right now, um, you could actually um, buy, you know, a franchise business using what we call sweat equity without using money. Um, the first business I bought into, I didn't, I didn't have money, but I had sweat equity. You know, I had a skill that I knew this business needs for it to flourish. So I went to there to practically sell my skill to say, I want a part of your business. Um, sell me the trading right of your business. I've got this skill and whatsoever skill that I think this business will be able to um, to grow from the value that I'll be bringing on it. And somebody took a chance, gave me their business. I turned it around. So what what kind of skill was that? It's quite interesting. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? Okay. No, I mean, um, it, it, it's simple. I mean, right now... Um, one thing that I always say to people, if you're building a business, you're doing it all wrong. You know, um, that I, I help people build brands, oh. you know. So, um, you know, I'm a, I'm, I mean, before what I do now, I mean, I've always been um, a brand specialist. What I know and what I do best is business engineering. I grow businesses. It means I put systems into a business. I look at businesses. I break them down. You know, that's what I'd be able to tell you. Um, I'll make an example. With Business ATV, I've got a show called SME Zone, you know, where people bring their businesses onto the show. I break those businesses down. I tell them exactly where the problems are at, where the solutions are at. And you realize that other people are sitting on top of big businesses uh, that could be generating millions, but because they are not aware, because they are within the frame. Yes. Yes. So right now, because I mean, being an SME growth champion, um, I mean, it it requires one to really be able to to grow businesses. And for me, I think it has been really been a humbling experience. So right now, this uh, this uh, particular person had an amazing business, had an amazing idea, but they didn't know how to how they can go about growing their business. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that I had to do was to take that business, break it in pieces, um, to actually see where the problem was at and what to be fixed, and how can this business actually expand sure. um, you know to actually grow onto the market Wow yeah. so we're talking about franchises today on lifeonomics and um, 
Uwadebohomafodi, a financial consultant and enterprise developer, is joining us in studio. So if you have any questions for him, whether you are an entrepreneur, you are a wannabe entrepreneur, or you also want to buy into a franchise, um, please do give us a call on 0891-104209. And you can also send through your questions on our SMS line 41391. And remember that uh, those SMSs are charged at 1 Rand 50. So um, we've discussed on, you said they, I mean, you know, you can either use your skill and, and money, uh, you know, to, to get equity into, into a franchise. Mm-hmm. So basically, as a, as a franchisee, what I want to ask is if you want to buy into this business or buy a franchise, what are the sort of questions or research that you should be doing? Okay, one is the potential of the business. You know, <laughs> you need to know how, okay, the history of this business. Um, you know, how long has this business been in existence um, and what is it making? You know, um, it, it's all in the numbers game. I always say I make no deal without a calculator. <laughs> so, um, you know, how much is this business making? How long is it making? Is it sustaining itself? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and more than anything, how many people are responding to this business? You know, because obviously that one is a key. The, there's people that I'll make an example. I mean, it's not a, it's not a, it's it's public information. There's franchises like Chisanyama, you know, mm-hmm. that went down the drain yes. after people spent millions and investing mm-hmm. into and those business. You know, mm-hmm. And it's just because people saw there's a business in malls in this and this. People didn't ask the right questions. People didn't do their research. And guess what? Even the franchisor was not supportive of the franchisees in terms of some of the things. So and they had taken their money. They were getting their royalties and doing this and that and they're still able to get under. There's people right now, even last time, Cat Blanche, I know they did a story on covering that, that people lost their money, people lost their investments, others took packages at work and they still went under. And you wouldn't think from a normal um, layman um, to say that a brand like that would go under because you were seeing it almost every mall, right? But look at that. So that's why it's important to look at, um, to do a proper due diligence uh, on that particular business um, to say, Right now, a simple thing. That's why you find from a business point of view, they always say location, location, location doesn't go once. It goes three times. You know, where's this business located? Just in the area information. Mm-hmm. Who are you selling to? Do you understand? If ever you need to really identify even from the one customer, what's who's your customer? What are they doing right now at this time of the day? I mean, it's 20 past two. Mm-hmm. What is your customer doing at this point in time? So at least you know in terms of as well driving your message to say who are you talking to True. and how are you talking to them? You know, because people are doing a one-size-fits-all blanket approach, and it unfortunately doesn't it work. Doesn't it's important work like to know who your customer is, and you might not sell to everyone. Do you understand? And that's why, at the end of the day, with certain businesses, it's important for you to be asking those questions mm-hmm. uh, to the franchisor. And if ever they're going to be impatient with you in terms of answering those questions, or even see, giving you studies or research that even they've done, do you then it's not a business that's worth um, investing in. Let's hold it right there. Let's take a break. This is Lifenomics on SAFM Live. Life happens, and today we're talking about franchises. SAFM leading the conversation. Life happens weekdays, one to three p.m. 
And thank you for staying with us. In studio is Deboho Mafodi, uh, who is a financial consultant, also an enterprise developer, rather. And our topic for today on lifeonomics is franchises. So if you have any questions for for him, he is here at your disposal. And um, I know after the show, (laughs) I've got loads of questions um, Mm -hmm. to ask him. So before the break, we were actually talking about the questions that uh, a franchisee should ask or the kind of research that one should um, do Mm. before buying into a franchise. Now, as a a, a franchisor, I mean, somebody is also buying into your brand. I mean, I remember we had an issue with a, a spa outlet. I think it was in Randburg where, um, you know, customers were being sold rotten goods mm. or where you find that the expiry date has been removed. True. And obviously that that is a franchise, but it's it affects your brand it, it as, as, as somebody. Yeah, does, yeah. yeah. So what kind of questions or what kind of background research should one do as a franchisor when somebody buys into your brand? Okay. So if obviously somebody buys into your brand, it's important to know who they are. And um, values and ethics. I know with certain franchises, for you to buy into them, um, they would do a background check on you. Just yeah. and who you're owing, how you're owing, and they would put you through a level of test, um, whether it's speaks test or whatsoever. You know, a series of tests that would um, identify the kind of character you have. Just and your values, your ethics, and this and because right now, what they would do as well as a franchisor, it's important to have an an ideal customer. Mm. You know, so that's why with them as well, you might have all the money in the world. Do you know that certain brands will not sell to you? Sure, I yeah. don't know that. Yes, <laughs> you know, you can have all the money. They, they might not sell to you because you know the perfect fit for their business. Remember, they want somebody who's equally as hungry, who's um, able to run with their objective, who's able to do this and this and that. So if you have obviously you not know that fit um, with them, you know, you could be having money. I know that um, I've seen people that had the money. But certain franchises, um, you know, uh, rejected them with their money involved because mm-hmm. they were not the perfect fit mm-hmm. um, for it. So that's why it's important to know who you bring into your business. It's like doing an empl- or employing someone, you know, um, it's important to, to know who you're employing. Um, is this person having the same values as you? You know, are they teachable? Are they doing this and that? Because mm-hmm. if ever you don't do all of those things and right now you go into a relationship with this person and they run your business down the drain or they remove expiry dates, or they're doing this and that they're affecting you as a brand mm. somebody's not going to say this is an independent franchise or this is an independent business but the fact is it's your brand so that's why obviously with these big companies you'd find that they'd go to next extent of spending money doing all of these things I mean another thing I know with one that I recently did uh, you pay to take up the test so, because uh, I'm going to you the one that will be part of the app business. So you go and pay for yourself to go through the test and everything else. So, and they do able to do the scoring and is able to tell them whether are you a 20% fit? Are you a 30% fit? Are you a 70% fit or a perfect fit uh, for that matter? So obviously they'd have a prerequisite to say, if ever we go, maybe let's say from 50% upwards, then if ever you're less than 50%, no, then um, it rejects you. And what kind of support should the um, or do franchises fr- franchisees get from franchisors? Okay. 
Okay. One, um, marketing is, is one of um, the, the main support. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the franchise needs to be able to take themselves out there as a brand. They need to be able to market themselves. You know, training and development is key. Because remember, this is not your business. You yes. know, you're buying the rights That's of trading the business. So it means it can be terminated anytime. So obviously, right now, the culture of the business is important. That's why you need to be trained on how to run this particular business. This is the culture and this brand. Do you understand? This is how we carry ourselves. This is how we treat our clients um, and this and that and another thing systems and support um, it's key to say right now these are our financial systems these are our reporting systems these are things like that Do you so these are things for me these are the top three support that you need um, from any franchisor if ever a franchisor just wants you to invest and buy into this business mm-hmm. but they're not supporting you in any way then you are in trouble and what is the main reason why franchises fail? Like we spoke earlier about the Chisanyama one. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Right now, one thing, that, one thing I'll make an example. Um, franchises have got a 70% success rate. So, and of which I think that's a good rate. It that's is. a good percentage. So, obviously, the 30% that you'd find that it, they fail, half of the time it's mismanagement. You know, um, sometimes people do not know how to differentiate between their money and the business money. So, and another thing is that um, failing to, to invest back into the business. I mean, you've put up money to buy stock and do this and that. It's important for you to look after that business mm-hmm. and to make sure that, you know what, um, you comply with the policies of that particular company. So that you're able to particularly uh, account to them. Because right now, other people, once obviously they've seen, okay, I've bought the stock, the company has taken their royalties and this and this, and this is what's remaining. Hey, there's such a lot of it. They start buying cars, they start doing mm-hmm. this and that, mm-hmm. and not having enough um, reserves for them to sustain this business. And especially if ever you bought into the kind of franchise that deals with people or individuals. So it's one of those things that I think um, it's important that um, you need to look at, um, especially if you want to get um, into this businesses obviously that's why right now those if things if ever not looked for um you'd find that you know what those businesses fail that's why it doesn't matter whether you've got a big brand you still treat it like a business you still treat it like mm-hmm. a puzzle shop mm-hmm. um or whatsoever and look after it so that it looks after you back in return it is a business after all you're not in npo there yeah and i mean you mentioned earlier that um franchises have a 70 70- 70% success rate. They do. What are other advantages? Um, the advantage is one, you're buying within an existing brand. So it means already you've got a parent company you're starting. So it means already from day one, you, you're playing within a protected environment. You know, and two, um, you're buying into an existing, um, you know, um, financial um, tuning. Um, what do they call a balance sheet that even from a bank's point of view already it guarantees you for banks to give you money to actually finance this business or get into this business so it works to your advantage yes and obviously um, things like uh, brand credibility and things like that some of those things these are the things that would take you years for you to build or sometimes you might even die before you even build it for yourself so but now this is a brand a business that is trial and tested and you're getting into they failed they've gone through struggles and this and that right now they teach you to as and know how to not do those mistakes and not to, to go through those struggles to actually run a successful business yourself so so those are some of the advantages and just a message um, through our whatsapp line Tlangi is asking i'd like to ask your guests regarding franchises what would be the general requirements for petroleum franchises okay um i think that's a that's a good franchise um to 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 get into mm-hmm. um you know um for for petroleum if i think for mainly mainly franchises they look at what you call an encumbered fund an incumbent fund it's um right now how much do you have 
you know and i've realized that the biggest problem is sometimes with people financing franchises is because people sometimes do not know that you could use your own house do you understand oh, if ever you've got a couple of houses you mm. could use that as collateral or as leverage for money in terms of from an incumbent mm. uh, point of view to actually get into um that particular business once you've got the money they want to look at the experience you have experience um you know in that particular retail business if you have you worked for a petrol station mm. um have you done this and then if not do you understand so right now obviously who do you have in your company that that is that's so obvious if you know that that's the kind of business you want to get into volunteer within one just mm-hmm. if you've got a skill of marketing skill you've got a financial skill or whatever get into one people love or freebies get a mentor, in that, yeah. get a, a mentor, mentor into in that, that to yeah. actually get you in you involved in their business do you understand i mean some of the businesses that i wanted to i had to spend time you know um what offering my services for free for me to actually be part of that business to actually learn and get a grasp on do you understand and sometimes as well with those people as well once they see the potential as well they're able to support you they know remember as well the big players in the space mm-hmm. or the people that control the remote do you understand and they'd be able to put up a good way to say no give him a chance or yeah. do this and then mm-hmm. so i think it's a good it's definitely a good thing to get into yeah, but, but the profit go. margins mm-hmm. are small though there must oh. be our way yeah in the you and i space. can go on and on forever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but how can we get hold of you yeah i'm on social media it's at debahoma 40 on twitter at debahoma 40 instagram debahoma 40 facebook but most importantly i've got a website debahoma 40.co.za there's email addresses and contact there so there's business that we help and others help finance actually even buy franchises or get into the space wow debahoma 40 finance consultant and uh, thank you for so much for joining us in studio it's been an absolute pleasure thank you for educating us here on life economics about franchises and absolute pleasure thanks for coming no thank you for having me all right it's time for your 230 headlines and uh, kanyisila manyoni is standing by